of the things we've, we've done is we transition into worship and we want to be intentional about getting ready to get intense with God. We want his presence to be here. We want his power to be here in a powerful way. And so we want to be intentional about that. And this morning, what I'm going to ask you to do as we go to worship is just to, in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to turn in your chairs and just bow before the Lord and just turn your eyes upon him. I want to read to you Psalms 51, verse 7. Verse 7 says, Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make my heart, make me hear joy and gladness that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. And verse 10 says, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right, fast, steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. I'm hungry for the presence of the Lord. Before we go into his presence this morning, would you turn in your chair and kneel before him and just say, God, is there anything in my heart that needs to be taken care of? Any distractions this morning? Anything in my life? Anything going on that I need to surrender to you? Would you just turn? In just a few moments, Goldie's going to start singing, turn my eyes upon Jesus, and we're going to go into worship. But I want us to go into worship totally ready, totally pure, totally hungry for his presence today. God, purge our hearts. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Have your way, Lord God. More of you and less of us. More of you and less of us, Jesus. We give it all, Lord God. We lay it all down. We lay it all down for you. We set a heart and mind like flint, Lord Jesus, to see you, to see you, Lord God. To know you, to know you, Lord Jesus. To know you, Lord God. To know you, Lord Jesus. To know you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Forgive us, God. Forgive us, Lord Jesus. Make us whole, Lord to know you, to know you, Lord Jesus, to know you, Lord Jesus. Nothing between me and my Savior. Nothing between me and my Savior. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look for in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strange. Do 
the things of earth grow strangely chapter 4. After these things I looked, and behold a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. And immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne, and he who sat there was like a jasper, and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in, in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were 24 thrones, and on those thrones I saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white robes. And they had, pushed their phone and it moved. <laughs> and they had crowns of gold on their heads, and from the throne proceeded lightning and thunder and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne, there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in the front and in the back. And the first living creature was like a lion, the second like a calf, the third had a face like a man, and the fourth was like a flying eagle. And the four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they did not rest day or night, saying, Holy, Holy, 
holy Lord God Almighty. Let me read that again. They did not rest day and night, saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and they worship him who lives forever and ever. And they cast their crowns before the throne saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power.
praise you, Jesus. We fall down, we lay our crowns at the feet of Jesus. The greatness of mercy and love at the feet of Jesus. And we cry, holy, holy, holy. And we cry, holy, holy, holy. And we cry, holy, holy, holy. It is the Lamb. We fall down. We lay our crowns at the feet of Jesus. The greatness of mercy and love at the feet of Jesus. And we cry, holy, holy, holy. And we cry, holy, holy, holy. And we cry, holy, holy, holy. It is the Lamb. We
Let's lift our hands and our voices. Let's just declare his holiness in this place. Let's make an incense of praise unto his name this morning. Oh, you are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy. Holy, 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 holy are you, Lord. We lift up our voices. We lift up our hands. We lift up our lives to you. God, you are holy and you are worthy of praise. You said that you are here with us in this place and your presence is here. God, we want you to be glorified. We want you to be lifted up. We want you to be worshipped. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy, Jesus. Holy, 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 holy are you, Lord God Almighty. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Oh, we magnify you. Hallelujah. Jesus. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy. You are worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We started off this morning by turning our eyes upon Jesus. And when you look up and you see his face, you see his, his, what he has done for us and his holiness, how can we not but respond in worship and adoration, that incense of praise into his throne? God, we want you to be glorified in this place. We want you to be exalted in all that we do. 
You are so worthy this morning, Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy of our praise. God, we magnify you. We remember this morning, God, your holiness and your power and your might. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Oh, you are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. presence of the Lord is in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're so glad you're here today. If you're visiting with us, we're so glad you're here. Uh, This might be a different experience for you if you've never been in a Pentecostal church before. We believe in the gifts of the Spirit. We believe in the worship and and being expressive and, and intentional in what we do. And we want God to be lifted up and God to be glorified. And so we're very intentional in where we're at and what we're doing. Um, this morning, we really sense that, that need to, to acknowledge and just turn our eyes on him this morning as we come into this place. And so uh, it's a little bit different. Um, we've been different for a while. We're different anyway. Um, I heard a guy speak a while back. The church is supposed to be weird. Because we're supposed to be looking like Jesus, and we're supposed to be um, wanting to be different than the world around us. And so um, we're, we're going to be different. Because our goal isn't to, to, to have even a full house as much as it is to have people who are hungry for God and be training to know God and to be discipling them and to, to see them go touch other lives for Jesus Christ. That's our goal, to be, uh, to, be his, in, to be in his kingdom. And so if you have questions about anything that happens in our services, please come ask me. I said this a few weeks ago, and I had a couple uh, gentlemen come and say, you said, we're going to ask you questions, and I love it. I love answering questions. I love talking about the Word of God. I love talking about the move of God and what He is doing, and so that's exciting and, and what God is doing. If the ushers would come, we're going to wait on you for your morning tithes and offerings. There is a QR code that will show up on the screen. You can give online. You can also... Um, give on the box on your way out if you don't, aren't ready to give when the offering plate comes by. You can give online at any time at sfcalvary.com. And we thank you for your faithfulness of giving. God says he loves a cheerful giver, those who are generous with what God has given them. And so uh, we're just excited to be able to be, to be a part of the kingdom of God and do what he's called us to do. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, we're asking you to take our gifts this morning and bless them and multiply them and use them. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. I will note, we will take another offering later for our missionaries, so, um, but this is just our regular normal tithes and offerings. And we are postponing our missions Sunday till next week. We normally do reach out Sunday this week, but we moved it to next week. So if you came ready to give your missions giving, make sure it's marked clearly so you don't get it mixed up. But um, that's where we're at. Hey, we had so much fun. Sunday nights have just become such a blessing. We have had prayer nights, and then we have ministry nights as part of that. And one of the things we did last week was make blankets. And guys, some of the guys actually tied these. Thank you for turning them upside right. <laughs> Don't like upside down dinosaurs. But last week's last Sunday night, we did this. Tonight we pray, and we want you to be here at 6 o'clock for ministry night. Next Sunday night, what are we doing? Next Sunday night, it is our privilege to make snacks with encouraging notes on them for students in our school district who are struggling with food. It's a real thing in our district. I'm in the public school building 70 hours a week. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> That's all, honestly, honey. <laughs> and I just want you to know what an honor and privilege this is that the principal would come and ask me if this is a need that we could meet. Because in today's world, the church is not being asked to come through the doors of the school. And that is where our kids are being taught. And so we have this honor we have this privilege to step in and be the, f the first into this school building, the first representation of Jesus Christ. And snacks may not seem like much to you and to me, but to these kids, they will be everything. And so if you would come next Sunday night and you would help us to put some positive messages on those snacks, and we will pray over them, and we will watch as God opens the door on the battlefield for our children. There's flyers in the back with different snack ideas. It has to be prepackaged. It cannot be homemade. But bought, uh, has to be bought in prepackaged foods. Can't be any sugar. Can't be any candy. They've outlawed all good stuff in school. So, <laughs> um, we we but uh, no peanuts, no peanut butter. Yeah, I can't have any allergies. So, um, if you but, have questions, feel but free to ask. There's some ideas on this flyer. But if you have other ideas, that's fine. Um, you know, you can go to Sam's Club and get big boxes or go to Walmart. They have some bigger boxes as well. But we, there's a card out there. Some people have already started bringing stuff. And we're just going to make notes uh, for an hour next week and pray over those. And we just uh, appreciate your help with that. Also, ladies, on Friday night, February 16th at 6.30 p.m., we will be having a ladies' night out. Invite a friend. It'll be faith, fellowship, and food. Um, we'll be talking about the motives of our heart. And you'll be doing something you've never done before, I can guarantee it. So come out and find out what it is. <laughs> we have a couple other activities coming up. Men's breakfast is coming up on uh, Saturday. That's this Saturday, the 10th. It's already February. It just seems like it was just January, wasn't it? Anyway, February 10th, men, we're going to have breakfast at 8 o'clock. Sign up today to make sure we have enough food for everybody. And then... Um, we are going to Mozambique. We are excited. We have 16 people going to Mozambique. And as you came in this morning, you might have seen this beautiful trees in the back with bright yellow African nations on them. 
And uh, they have all kinds of ideas over the next several months. If you can take one of those, just like we used to do for Royal Family Kids Camp, if you'll take one of those uh, off the tree and buy it and bring it back, there's a tub out in the entryway. There's anything from matchbox cars to shorts to flip-flops. We're going to be able to go to an um, orphanage and take a bag um, the, and the backpacks have been donated, the water bottles have been donated, and we're going to put flip-flops, and we're going to put some toys in there, and we're going to take those to this orphanage and bless them. We're also going to take some chocolate chips to bless the missionaries there. They don't have chocolate, uh, at least their normal chocolate chips like we have here in America that they like. And so all the missionaries are going, can you please bring us chocolate chips? So we're going to bring chocolate chips. Other things on that list, there's other things there. There's other things on the list um, if you have questions about that are just random things that, and you don't, you know, but we wanted to divide up some of the things that had numbers on them so we didn't get like 10,000 matchbox cars. We wanted to kind of divide some of that stuff up. But there's other things like soccer balls and and some other small toys, outdoor things, frisbees, things like that that you can, can also bring. And, and again, there's a tub out in the entryway for that. Praise the Lord. I think I have everything done. I am in love with our missionaries. We have so many wonderful missionaries at Calvary. And every time we get to have one of our missionaries come back and share with us, I just am so thrilled because I'm excited to see what God is doing and hear what God is doing. And, uh, you know, this is, to me, every one of these relationships is more than just us sending them money. It's a partnership. It's a prayer team. It's us praying for one another. Um, I know Elizabeth's had some health issues, and we've, you know, I've been able to take that to our prayer team on Tuesday morning and go, we're going to pray today. Um, we've had several of our missionaries go through health issues, and we just believe that that's, that's the enemy fighting against our missionaries, and we're just going to pray and go after God, and uh, we're just going to believe God for, uh, for those miracles. And so we're, it's a partnership, and it's, I love that. I love that we can do more than just uh, send, us a, send a check, but to be team members with them and partners with them. Them an extension of us and us an extension of them. So um, it's uh, so exciting. And I better dismiss the kids since Kayla is so prepared to take them today. Praise the Lord. Would you welcome Jordy this morning? Nunez, would you come and share? Good morning, Calvary Assembly. Thank, thank you guys for... For having us. So are we doing like a translation service? Okay. Elizabeth said good morning in Estonian and um, she said that we're missionaries in Estonia. I'm Jordi, and this is Elizabeth, and, and Emilia left, but that's what she looks like if you see her up there. Um, she's gonna terrorize kids' church. She's, she's a handful. But um, yeah, we're missionaries in Estonia. Yeah, we're happy to be back here. We were here probably in, I think, 2019, I'm guessing. So a little over four years ago, Emilia was like two, and we spoke at uh, one of the, I don't know if you call it a missions banquet or a missions banquet that you guys had. And um, since then, your church has been faithfully supporting us. So first of all, we want to say thank you all for giving to your church. That supports so many people around the world, and our family is one of them. So thank you all. Um, I want to give a little update before Jordy 
preaches, I want to give you a little update on what we're doing in Estonia, what we've been doing the last three years that we've been in Estonia. Um, so I have a few pictures to show you. Um, you can go to the next slide. Um, if you're unfamiliar with Estonia, it's a small country in northeastern Europe. Um, it's about 1.5 million people. Um, they are they like to consider themselves as one of the least religious countries in the world. They also like to call themselves an introvert nation. They're very quiet people. They're strong people. They're resilient people. And it's a beautiful country, and we, we really love um, the ministry that we're doing there. Um, you can go to the next slide, maybe. Oh, well, I'll give you a little family update first. Amelia is now six. She's been um, in Estonian kindergarten for three years. She's fluent in the language. Jordi and I are getting there. <laughs> it's a tough language, Estonian. Um, yeah, the first year we spent doing a lot of language and cultural learning and just like figuring out how to live in a foreign country and doing language school full time. Um, and then the second and third year that we were there, we began starting our, our business, um, which I'll, I'll share with you about. You can go to the next slide. So we started in, must have been 2021, um, with like a pop-up cafe in our neighborhood. Jordi and, Jordi and I really love coffee, and we love the way that coffee brings people together. Um, we're passionate about everything about coffee. Um, so we started doing these pop-up cafes. This one was right outside of our house. Um, you can go to the next slide. And then um, the next year, we did that out throughout the city in 2021. And then the next year, um, God blessed us with this beautiful orange van, which we re uh, renovated the back of it. Um, a church from Worthington, Minnesota came and helped us with the renovation of that. Um, and we put an espresso machine in the back, and we've been taking that to different festivals um, and in, in our city. You can go to the next picture. Um, so that's the back of it where the espresso machine is. You can go to the next slide. And these are just some pictures of different festivals and events that we um, were at in the last couple of years. They have a lot of festivals in the summertime. Summer is quite short. Winter is very long. So in the summertime, it's like you're out as much as you can be, and um, you're at different, doing different things. Next slide, please. This is just more coffee. Next. And you can go to the next one. Yep. Lots of people meeting lots of new friends. Next one. And you can go to the next one. Oh, cool. Um, so, and then this is last fall, September, just a few months ago, we finally opened our own like brick and mortar location that looks like a cafe. We have um, a co-working space um, and we're all about cultivating community there. Cultivating community via coffee is our slogan. So we wanna make a place <clears throat> where people can gather and whether they're working or whether they're um, looking for someone to hang out with, where they can find a quality cup of coffee, um, and they can have people to connect with. Um, Estonia can be, like, as I said, they're more introverted and quiet people, um, but they do, like, they do want friendship and they do want relationship. And sometimes that can be hard to find. It can be hard to find, like, a warm, welcoming place, and we want to be that, like, different place in our community. Jordi's going to share more about that. This is a picture of the inside of our cafe um, on, a, on a Wednesday. Um, and yeah, we have people from 
all walks of life come in and just tell us they love the atmosphere, they love um, what we have going on, that they sense something different in that place. Um, you can go to the next one. And now Jordy's going to share. You can fill in anything I forgot. Love you. Thank you. Um, so you you might be wondering uh, like why why coffee you know and and why do we do um, what we do um, some of the things that Elizabeth didn't mention was that um, Estonia has uh, one of the highest suicide rates in 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 Europe it has the highest teen suicide rate rate in all of Europe and um, there's a lot of things that contribute to that you have the darkness of winter you have a previously occupied nation, you know, um, over and over again by, by other nations. And, and there's all of these contributing factors um, without a lot of hope. And um, one of the things we do in our business, uh, our business storefront, it, it looks like it is a normal business. So we, we run a fully functioning business. Um, you know, uh, we don't have like Bible verses on the wall and, 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 we're, and we're not, um, we don't have a, a prayer on the menu that people can order. Um, so it's, it's, not a, it's not a Christian cafe. But we are Christians that run the cafe and we're um, trying to be in relationship with people, trying to create a different place where People can find community, can find a group that they can do life with, that, that they can know that they're not alone, and, and, and uh, we, we can love Jesus together. So that's, that's some of the things that we aim to do. But I'm going to share today about like how we do it and, and why we do it. Uh, there's nothing special about me except my, my hair, maybe. <laughs> There's uh, nothing um, different about me in terms of uh, me being a Christian. Um, when you say yes to Jesus, you sign on the dotted line to the Great Commission. And I, I'll read that here. It says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. You, you know, um, when Jesus said this, he didn't say for some of you. He didn't say for, uh, you know, those who might uh, go to like other countries. Or When Jesus said this, he said this to all of his uh, followers. This was an expectation that going and making disciples, that going and sharing his love, that going and sharing his truth, that going and giving hope is for all of us to do. So there's nothing special about Jordi and Elizabeth and Amelia. We just get to do what we're all expected to do. We just do it in a different zip code, right? When Jesus asked us uh, to do this, it's not exclusive. So I'm going to share with you what we do. We follow a, a missions uh, kind of our framework of what we do. Um, yeah, we have a coffee shop, but like our philosophy and how we do life, um, we kind of follow uh, this book. This acronym is called BELLS, and I'll go through each one. But um, it's basically uh, what we do every day. Because a lot of people, when I go to churches, they have questions. What do you, what do you guys do? You're just out there drinking coffee? 
you know? What do you do with the $25 I send you every month, you know? Uh, just chilling in Estonia, you know? Getting suntan. <laughs> Never. <laughs> what do you actually do? Um, and that's what, that's what we're going to go through here this morning. Um, and this is what I encourage our, our team to do. Um, and if you guys are interested, I, I encourage you to read this book. It's called Surprising the World by Dr. Michael Frost. Um, and I'm just going to give you a snapshot of it and, and what it looks like in Estonia. Um, but we basically follow this method. It's called BELLS. It's an acronym for Bless, Eat, Learn, Listen, and Scent. So you live a scent life. And we'll start with bless. Jordy, what do you do in Estonia? I bless people. I bless, I, I don't know if I can, I, I bless the socks off of people. I didn't want to say the other words. <laughs> I, 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 I just, we live our lives to bless people, to love them how God loved them. And, and here's the thing. When you bless somebody, and what is blessing, right? I'll get into that. But when you bless somebody, uh, when you're good to people, when, when you love people, they start to have the question, why are you the way that you are, Pastor Todd? Why are you the way that, why did you bless me? Why did you, why did you come and help me move when you didn't have to? Why did you, why did you buy my coffee today? Like, wh what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> We live in a world that everybody's out for themselves. How can I make the most money? How can I have the biggest house? How can I have the most successful job? How can I do the most significant thing, right? And then you, you take a position, we take a position of being humble and giving and being generous and, 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 and blessing people. And it's like, what's, what's wrong with you? This is counter-cultural. You're not... You're not supposed to be doing this. You're not supposed to help me. You're not supposed to uh, be there for me when I'm sad. You're supposed to not answer the phone call, right? That's what, the, that's, what the, that's what everybody else is doing. But we bless people, and that looks differently. I have, I have a, we have somebody that was in, in Estonia on one of the teams, and she would make, I don't know, Elizabeth, what, like hundreds of cookies a week. Like her oven was constantly on. She always had a bag of cookies ready to bless somebody with, right? And who's going to say no to cookies, right? I mean, even if you're like gluten-free, you might be like tempted. Like, you know, I'm, I might, I'm, I'll just deal with the consequences. With, I'll just eat this cookie, right? It's like that coffee cake. I don't know who made it out there. Who made that? You made it. Yeah, it, it's so, it's so tempting. I just, I can't have it right now, but I want it, you know? <laughs> so when, you, when, when we give of ourselves, of our resources, when we're generous, it, it puts people in a position to, to open up and say, you know, why are you this way? And, and we're able to share the, the hope that we have inside. Um, when Jesus said to love your neighbors as you love yourself, um, that implies that you love yourself, right? And you know yourself. You know how to best love yourself, right? Like, like I like coffee, right? And I like good coffee. So I'm going to get good coffee for myself. 
And if, I'm, and if you're going to love me, right, uh, you need to get to know that I like good coffee, right? If you bless me with Folgers, you don't really love me. You just, you just think you love me. You're just trying to, like, you know, be like, I heard he likes coffee, so I'm going to give him the old red can, right? But honestly, when, when, we love, when we love people, we have to do the hard work of getting to know them. I can't bless you if I don't know you. You can't bless me and love me if you don't know me. So it takes the hard work, the daily work of being in relationship with people. You, we have to actually care. It's not just giving things. It's not just, you know, shooting in the dark, you know, like just like I'm just going to go out there and do stuff. Like, it, it, it takes intentional, intentional work to, to love people. We're all made in the image of God. When God created this universe, when God created people, he made us in his image. And sometimes uh, when we see people, we don't see his image. Maybe we see the things that they do. We see the bad things, there, there's people that maybe like, we don't want to be around, they hurt me. I can't love them. They did something that was terrible. I can't love them. They are like the bottom of society. Like I can't, I can't be close to them. But each and every person that's breathing on this planet that has ever lived and will live and currently lives, has been made in the image of God. There is the fingerprint of God on each and every single person. And God is asking us to love these people, love each other, love ourselves. So, so we need to love. We need to go beyond our preferences and, and beyond our, what we consider like inconveniences in life. We, we have to be, we have to, we have to see the image of God in people. Um, in Estonia, uh, uh, there's a big al alcoholism problem, like huge problem. Um, and usually when somebody's drunk, everybody's like, <laughs> no way. Like, stay away from, from this lady or, or this guy. They're, it seems like all the drunk people congregate on the tram, you know? And it's like a, <laughs> but, and, and, you know, there'll be, there'll be, there'll be people like passed out on the street sometimes and you see everybody walk around or like sometimes even like cross to the other side of the street. Um, and it's like, this is the child of God. I don't know why they are there in that position, but I know that God doesn't want them to freeze to death tonight. I know that God wants this lady that's, super drunk to get on the tram and not fall fat, flat on her face when she's trying to get on. So these are just examples of things that we might encounter in life. I know in Sioux Falls here, there's, there's probably your own challenges and there's probably difficulties in life, but God is asking us to, to bless people. He's asking us to love people regardless, regardless of whether they love Jesus or not.
think that's a difficult thing. It's easy to love the people in this room, right? Because we, we raised our hands together and we sang some beautiful songs. Thank you. And we know that we're on the same page on certain things, you know? It's easy. It's easy to, to love people that are in the same group already. But Jesus left. He says this parable that when one sheep was lost, he left the 99 other sheep to go and find the one sheep that was lost, right? That's the parable of the good shepherd. He abandoned the flock to go and find one sheep that was lost. That doesn't make sense, right? That doesn't make financial sense because if you're a shepherd, you're going to worry about the biggest group, that the, the most, you know, I'm worried about the 99, you know? If I'm worried about what's going to bring me food tonight, how I'm going to sell these. You know, I'm going to worry about the flock and not about the one that's lost. And Jesus, Jesus completely turned that upside down. He left. He left those 99. He didn't just say like, hey, sheepy, lost sheep, you know, whatever. He didn't just call him back. He left his place, his position. He left his his protecting of the flock, he, he went out to save that one that was, that was lost. And, and he's calling us to, to do this. I'm sure the other 99 sheep were like, why is he doing that? The wolves might come and eat us. <laughs> what are we supposed to do now, you know? But he was more concerned about, about the one. The second thing we do, it's my favorite thing, you could put it up there, is we eat. <laughs> we, we, love, we love to eat with people. It's like eating is, eating with, like, you know, in church we have potlucks, right? Potlucks are biblical, man. <laughs> we see Jesus eating in the Bible, we have communion. We have when he was eating with, with maybe the deplorables of society, right? We see him breaking, uh, cooking fish for his disciples. We see him feeding 5,000 people twice, and that's more than 5,000 as records show. Like, Jesus was concerned about food because something special happens over a meal. Something spiritual happens over a meal. You sit down across somebody, and it's almost like you become vulnerable. You have to chew and show your teeth, right? It's kind of like, it's awkward, you know. We, this thing that we do, you know, and, and all the restaurants, you know, you're sitting across from each other. You have to see each other. You have to, you know, maybe talk, and maybe some food flies out of your mouth or something. You know, maybe, maybe you're drinking through a straw and you're slurping. It's like this, this awkward thing, but it's this special thing when you're eating with somebody, that you can share your heart, that you can let your guard down. In the Old Testament, it, it, uh, there's some, they would say that um, when you ate with somebody, you put your weapon down. That means that you felt like you were in a safe place with somebody. And today, I love, I came into the church this morning. I don't know if it's still there, but there was, there was so much food out there. 
I mean, there was, there was meat, there was cake, there was crackers, there was coffee, there was pink lemonade, maybe Amelia drank it all. Like, like there was, it was like, what, where am I right now? You know, you guys got men's breakfast about to happen. Like, I don't need to preach this. Y'all already know it because y'all already doing it, right? But who's going to say no to a, an awesome meal, right? Who's going to say no to coming over to our house and, and, you know, I'm making deep dish pizza. Who wants to come over? You know, a couple of y'all got excited already, right? Yeah, especially in Estonia. You say, like, deep dish pizza. It's like, what's that? Show them a picture. It's like a pie like of pizza. Like, come on. So we, we, make, we make different meals, and we invite people over to our home. Um, we share our, our lives. We share our hearts, and we truly try to be in relationship. Um, we don't see things as like our, what we do as like a means to an end. People's relationship with Jesus, we present Jesus, right? Like we're not hiding Jesus under a basket. We're not embarrassed about who we are. But honestly, at the end of the day, their decision to follow Jesus or not is, is between them and Jesus. What does Jesus ask us to do? He asks us to love people. And he asks us to disciple them, to walk with them, to, to teach them if, if they want to learn. You can't force anybody <laughs> into the kingdom of God. And not one thing that you do is going to actually get that person saved. Not one thing. But what you could do is you could do what the Bible asks you to do. You, know? you, can, you can love them. You can eat with them. You can bless them. You could be there to move, help them move on Thursday. You can be on the phone with them at 2 in the morning when their girlfriend left them. You can sit down with them when they're questioning whether they want to live or not. It's, it's the hard work of life. And we try to separate these things, you know. I'm here on Sunday. I'm doing church. I've checked it off. <laughs> I've done my due diligence. I've, I've fulfilled my Christian responsibility. But in America, I think, is Sunday the beginning of the week? Right? Things are just starting to, today. The expectation is not fulfilled this morning. So we have we have we have a lot of food with people. We uh, we invite people over to the to the to the coffee shop. We have great coffee, and I mean we have great coffee. I'm sourcing the best coffee that we can possibly get. I'm not serving. I'm for sure not serving Folgers. And if you love, listen, listen, listen. I go from church to church, and I got to visit lots of churches, and I'm on the road for a long time, and sometimes you just got to take one for the team, you know? <laughs> you just drink the gas station coffee, you know? You just do it to stay caffeinated sometimes, you know? I'm addicted for sure. You don't want to see me without, uh, without a cup of coffee, right, babe? But yeah, we're serving good coffee. We're we serve bagels in our coffee shop. 
we're the only place in Estonia that serves bagels. They don't really know what it is, so it's a great opportunity to say, like, don't bite it like a donut. Split it in half. Put some cream cheese on it, you know? The next thing we do is, is uh, we learn, if you want to put that up there. We commit ourselves to learning Jesus. Um, when you bless people and when you eat with people and when you're being a light in a, in a dark place, and people are going to have questions. Now, I'll tell you, you, you better be ready to answer the question. Don't be loving on people and blessing people and doing all this stuff just for show. Like, you better know Jesus. And when somebody asks you about Jesus, you better have, you better have an answer. Or else, what are you doing? What are you doing here this morning? <laughs> you know? This isn't a social club. We're people on a mission together. So we spend, we commit our time some time every week to, to learn Jesus. We spend time in the Gospels, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You want to know Jesus, you get into the Gospels. First-hand accounts of his life. The red-letter parts of the Bible. How did Jesus respond? How did he live? How did he, what was he looking forward to? How did he hurt? Like, what was his life about? And if you want to have an answer for the world today and it's, it's not just it's not just cookies and cupcakes and coffee cake and coffee and bagels and, and all the things Jesus is, is the answer to a hopeless world right um, and there's there's tons of ways you can learn the um, the Gospels. People used to have, the, you know, these bracelets. It said WWJD. What would Jesus do? <laughs> There's a lot of speculation there, though, right? Like, you can interpret things. But when we read the Gospels, we, we actually look at what did Jesus do? How did he respond? And how can I respond today? Some people look at the Bible and they say, well, that's an ancient book. I'll tell you, t today, the, the Bible is still the world's best seller, number one. And it's been number one since it's been printed. Where was I going? I don't remember. So you better be ready. There's tons of books, movies, artwork, sermons, uh, videos. Like YouTube has a plethora, be careful on YouTube, but it has a plethora of, 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 of videos and resources and content at our disposal we live we live in a time where we have the most content possible that that we can ever have about Jesus here on my phone at the, my fingertips some of you have it on your watch <laughs> on your wrist you know you can you can have it 24/7 like like really there's there's no excuse to to not be prepared and learn Jesus so I encourage our team, spend some time in the Gospels every week. That's something that we can do here. I, I hope you've noticed I'm not talking about anything crazy here. This is like things that we can be doing in, in our daily lives. There's, there's nothing that is special about what I'm saying. This is, this is, this is like basic one-on-one, right? 
The other thing we do is we spend time listening. If you want to pull up that next slide, we spend time listening to the Holy Spirit. We get in a quiet place, and we, we don't come with our agenda and our prayer list and say, like, Lord, here's all the things that I want. Here's a big list of things that I want you to do because you work for me. <laughs> that was a joke, right? Okay, because God doesn't work for us. <laughs> but we, we come to our quiet place and we say, Lord, what do you want me to do? Who do you want me to bless this week? Who do you want me to have over to eat? I'll tell you, the Lord speaks. Sometimes it's like an, like an audible thing, but most of the time, maybe it's just a feeling, like a sense inside, like, like I feel like the Lord wants me to have, you know, Laura over for dinner, right? I feel like, like the Lord wants me to have a coffee with Josh this week because, you know, you ju you'll just get a Maybe it's a picture, a thought, a memory, a, 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 a situation that you remember. Like, if you go to the Lord and you spend time with him and you remove the distractions, he will speak. Sometimes you just got to lock your kid in their room. Give them that. Give them the iPad. Let them rot their brains out watching whatever. Sometimes you just got to get alone. Get away from your wife. <laughs> get away from the coffee, you know? Just, just get alone with the Lord. Meditate. Invite, invite his voice in, into your life. One day I was, I was, I was wanting to make, uh, I felt like this impression in my quiet times, like, we should, we should make uh, plantains. Like, do you guys know what plantains are? They're really long banana, but you got to cook it. You can't just eat it, right? <laughs> it's great, yeah. If you're from the islands, you know what a plantain is, right? And uh, there's one place in Estonia that we know always has plantains. And um, we just felt that we should go there and buy plantains. We're leaving the place, and I look to the side, and these guys, there's these two guys there, and they're like, we've been looking for you. <laughs> like, we don't have a way to contact you, but we've been looking for you. Would you host the, uh, like this coffee championship, national coffee championship for us, right? And I said, yes, of course. Um, this opportunity to meet thousands of people and, you know, be on, you know, able to connect with different people. But I connected with a guy there. Um, this is recording, right? I won't say his name. I connected with a guy there, and um, he, he was like, yeah, I love coffee. And then we, I invited him, like, hey, come to the coffee shop. He came to the coffee shop for a coffee tasting. And I was like, Hey, we're having a board game night. Why don't you come to play some board games with us? He came to a board game night. We love playing board games with him. Then we invited him to come to a, our home, where we, not our home, but on our team. We just open the Bible. We read a verse, and we talk about it. Then we play games. And he came to that. 
Then he came to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And he's been a part of our lives and our community, and he's growing closer to Jesus because we went and like bought some plantains one day because the impression on my heart was to go buy some plantains. So God works in, in the ordinary, in the small things, in the everyday things. People think that, oh, you need to do this loud, boisterous thing and, and walk around the whole city with this thing so everybody could look at you. And, 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 and not saying that that's bad, but I'm saying you have 24 hours in a day. You have probably 16 hours that you're awake and God's working and moving in each of those hours. Sometimes God moves more on a trip to the grocery store than anywhere else. Um, the last thing we do is uh, we're, we're sent. We view ourselves as sent people. I am sent everywhere that I go. I'm sent to you this morning to encourage you. I'm sent to, uh, uh, yesterday I was sent to the gas station with my brother-in-law. You know, like, like I am sent everywhere that I go. I don't, I can't really take time off of like being a Christian, right? I can't take time off of the Great Commission or the expectations on me. There's no like day off in the kingdom of God. And I'll tell you, it's in the days where I don't want to do anything, where I'm tired, and I just, I just, I just don't want to see people. I, 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 just, I, just, I just want to be alone. I just want to sit down and watch Netflix for 10 hours. I want to binge something. I want to, I want to go into a dark place. <laughs> and it's in, it's in those days where I'm just like walking into the grocery store. And I have an agenda. I'm going to get, what are those things? I'm going to get pirucas. I'm going to get some meat pies. Then I'm going to go home. And I'm going to sit on my recliner. And I'm not going to talk to anybody. And it's like, boom. Oh, hey, Jordy, how's it going? And then it's like turned into a two-hour conversation. And I just got to change in my heart, right? I'm sent, we're sent to every place that we step foot and we, we try to be intentional about it so my dad used to have a corner store it's called the bodega right when in, in spanish it's like these little places you uh it's it's usually you make your money selling like beer and cigarettes but also you sell milk and some groceries or whatever and i would open every morning the bodega and uh somebody would there would be like three guys every single morning waiting there to get their beer I'm talking about 8 in the morning. They're shaking, you know. They haven't had a beer in a few hours, and they're ready for, you know, their natural ice or whatever it was, the cheapest beer we had. And every morning I'd see these guys. I knew exactly what they wanted to come and buy. I had their cigarettes waiting for them, the brand that they wanted. Started to learn about their lives. They knew me. I knew them. They were regulars in our in our coffee shop, in our bodega. This was before I knew Jesus, long before I knew Jesus. But we were involved in each other's lives, and we knew each other. And I mean, I knew their birthdays. They knew my birthday. I knew who their kids were. You know, we were, we were doing life together because they were regulars. I saw them almost 
every day. And I tell my team all the time, be a regular. Go buy your groceries in the same place. Go to the same coffee shop. Get to know the barista. Get to know, you know, the, the person that's checking you out at the grocery store. I'll tell you what, if you are consistent somewhere, like, we're human. We long for a relationship. There is no way you're not going to get to know somebody if you see them four times a week. Unless if you're a jerk, then good luck. Spend some more quiet time where Jesus can shape your heart and transform you. There's this one grandma, Russian grandma, a babushka. She, she has a, a, a fruit stand in the market. And she's, they're, they're expensive. Those tomatoes that she sells, they call, I know I can go to the grocery store and they'll be cheaper. Maybe better quality. But I feel like when I go to the market to buy vegetables, I feel compelled to go and buy it from her every single time. She doesn't know English. I don't know Russian. We don't know how to talk to each other. <laughs> but the Lord has sent me to her. So every time I need those kinds of vegetables, I go to her. And I'm, a, I'm committed to be a regular to this lady. And I know one day, <laughs> I'm either going to bring a friend that knows Russian or she's going to learn English. But the Lord has me in her life for a reason. And I know she doesn't like me right now. Because I'm like a foreigner, you know, I'm the same way some Americans feel about immigrants here. Like, hey, uh, we like to say the word expat because we don't like to say the word, we don't like to consider ourselves immigrants, right, when we're Americans living in another country. But I'm an immigrant there. I have a residence permit, you know, like, I, <laughs> but, but I know that she doesn't like that. I'm an intruder in her country, in her space. But the Lord sent me to her, and I, and I know if I keep being a regular, hopefully, hopefully I can communicate with her. So I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying anything out of this world. I'm asking you to bless people. I'm asking you to eat with people. I'm asking you to learn, learn your Bible, learn the gospel. I'm asking you to spend time listening to the Holy Spirit, and I'm asking you to view yourself as a sent person, which, which you are, but we might need to shift that perspective. I just want to say thank you. Um, you guys allow us to, to do what we do. You know, you're, you know, and a lot of people focus on the money, right? the finances, the donations and stuff. But man, I know, I know that y'all are praying for us. I know that y'all are committed to, to praying for Estonia. Like you got our picture back there on, on the back wall. I just want to tell you, that's rare. The more I go to churches, the less pictures are on the back wall. I know you guys are committed to seeing that 
great commission accomplished. So I want to say thank you for the prayers. Thank you for the support. We always feel at home when we're here. I love the diversity of the kingdom of God. Like you said, if you haven't been to a Pentecostal church, welcome. <laughs> but it's so beautiful to see a people, a community together that love Jesus, express themselves however they express themselves, but are committed to worshiping God and seeing the great commission fulfilled. So I want to say thank you. Um, yeah, I think I said everything right. There's one more slide. Oh, that's the bonus slide. They get the bonus. We intercede for people. Interceding means we, we pray. We pray for people. We pray for them on, on their behalf. You guys do that for us. But we pray for people in our community. Sometimes we're the only ones praying for those people. I know that I've prayed for people who have never been prayed for before. Isn't that crazy? To have go, go your whole life and never be prayed for. Never have somebody that cared about you enough to ask God to bless you or to heal you or to, to, to uh, give you a, a, a good life. You know, could you imagine never being prayed for? I'd be dead for sure. <laughs> if my sister never prayed for me, I'd be, I for sure, yeah, I'd be dead. Mm -hmm. I did not live a great life before this. But somebody prayed for me. And I wish I could tell you about, like, the thousands of people that are coming to know Jesus in Estonia, you know? Like, give you, like, this, like, big numbers report, you know? Because everybody likes the numbers. But I'll tell you that the, the last three years have been the hard work of true relationships with people and true life transformation. I've been able to baptize Estonians, and that's the most beautiful thing to be able to be there while they represent the transformation that they've gone through and come out as new people. And I'm not about the numbers game, so you won't get a newsletter from Jordy that says like, this week there was 10 people came to Jesus and we baptized that many people. You know, like, I'll tell you that what, what we're doing is working and we care about people, and they have dignity, and we respect them, so we don't count them as a number. But we love people with all of our hearts. And, and we're about the business of like life transformation, you know. So if you want to connect with us, we have these like uh, giving, uh, not giving, but <laughs> praying cards. <laughs> That's terrible, I'm a bad missionary. Um, we have these prayer cards, and really your prayers mean so much to us. Like if you would take one of these and if you could commit to praying for us, that would be, that would be amazing. We, we need your prayers. There's, we go through tough times. Elizabeth's recovering from some stuff. You know, my daughter's refusing to speak Estonian, even though she's the best Estonian speaker in our house. You know, it's just like we're going through transition and challenges, and we could, we could really use your prayers. And, and the last thing I want to do is I want to invite you officially to, to come. 
come to Estonia. Let's have a coffee on the Baltic Sea or in Old Town or in our coffee shop. Come to Estonia, see what God is doing over there. You can come for a week, you can come for a day. You know, some people come on a cruise and they just stay for a day. It's true, there's a Nordic cruise. Um, but you're invited to come, you're invited to go, which means to come. <laughs> so you're invited to come, we have open doors. If you're ever interested in, in coming to Estonia, to that part of the world, we, we would love to, to host you. Um, and yeah, just, just thank you so much for, for supporting us. Praise the Lord. What a challenge. What a challenge. We are called right where we're at. Like he said, they're not doing anything we and I can't do every day. Powerful, powerful reminders. We're going to ask you to give. We want to bless them this morning. Um, this offering goes completely to them. If you're making checks, please make them to the church. We will give them one check. Uh, if you want to give online, you can do that. There is a category uh, for them underneath our giving for Nunez, so you can give online that way. Um, Father, we thank you for the privilege of giving and partnering and being able to use our resources that you have blessed us with to help others do what you've called them to do. So God, we ask that you would uh, pour out your blessings on this offering, multiply it, help them, uh, the Nunezes get back to uh, where they want to be in Estonia, God, and that the, their finances would be met. And we just ask blessings upon that. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Would you stand with us? Uh, we're going to ask Jordy and Elizabeth to come. And we want you to come and gather around them. Um, we, I just believe so strongly that it is so powerful when our congregation gathers around them and lays hands on them and sends them forth and um, prays over them. And we just want to do that again this morning. So would you come? And let's just... Uh, Lay hands on them and just believe God this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, we come. We come together this morning with thanksgiving in our hearts, God. Lord, we thank you for the partnership that you've brought to us through Jordy and Elizabeth and all that, that you're doing in Estonia, God, that you are building relationships. You're causing them to live this life and in, in living for you in that country, God. We pray that, God, you would just anoint them, that you would touch them, God, that you would provide their finances, God, that you would take care of that. God, the, the hardest part of this is, 
is going to so many different places and hoping to get enough money to go back. God, I pray that you would just bless them financially and pour out blessings in this day and age that you, God, would pour out your spirit like you've never done before as they go and that you provide. Lord, I also pray today for Elizabeth's health. God, we just pray for complete healing and restoration, God. You are the God who heals. You are the God who restores our bodies. You created her, and you have her in your hands today. And God, we're praying that you would just touch her, God, in a way that the doctors would be amazed and that there would be no, uh, no, there would just be, you look back and say it had to be God because there's so much powerful healing that you've done, God. And we just ask you to do that. You are a God of miracles, and we trust you. God, have your way in their lives. Be with them as they travel. Be with them in the road. Minister to them as they go on the road as a family. And God, and they just bless them, I pray. We, we love you, Lord. We thank you again for the partnership. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Be sure to stop back at the table and visit with them.